Hey everyone, this is Rabbi Brian. If these podcasts have been a blessing to you, will you please consider being a blessing to the nation of Haiti? Mishkan David supports two works of the Lord in Haiti. First is our orphanage, Beth Besed, which means House of Kindness, where 40 children are cared for each day, both spiritually and physically. And of course, there's our own Rabbi Peter Oliveira, who's setting Haiti ablaze by restoring it back to Yeshua, restoring it back to Torah, and to the Jewish roots of our faith in Messiah. Listen, to learn more, please visit www.torahforhaiti.org. That's T-O-R-A-H, number four, Haiti.org. There you can give a tax-deductible financial blessing and sponsor a child for only $20 a month. Hey, thanks for considering, and may Adonai bless you. Enjoy this podcast, which was recorded at our Mishkan David Shabbat service in Rhode Island. Shalom. So a few weeks ago, we had a little bit of craziness here, craziness kind of in a good way. Sometimes, sometimes you, you know, when you have a vision, things need to start in the spiritual realm. And Yeshua said, on earth as it is in heaven, which means that it's already set in heaven and earth is catching up. So when vision comes forth, I believe the proper order is to do the spiritual pronouncement, and then it's like, okay, Adonai, what do we have to do about this? So a couple weeks ago, uh, I shared about um, expansion, enlargement, had a nice little moment with a lot of shofars, a lot of marching. We went outside. It was a whole lot of hoopla. We're blowing shofars and we're marching and we're declaring expansion. And I'm like, I don't know if there's anything in, in me, in us, that's preventing expansion. Will you reveal it? And I believe that if we, if we pray out the vision, if the Lord is giving a vision for expansion and we ask Adonai, okay, what does that mean to you? Because let me tell you something, as fun and as exciting as blowing shofars around this building and going outside and blowing it, as, 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 as many goosebumps as we get from those experiences, man looks at the outside, God looks at the heart. And God will take a hundred hoopla-la experiences and chuck them out the window to get to somebody's heart. So, on earth as it is in heaven, the declaration went out for expansion. And now it's like, I deny, what do we want to do? So I want to speak today a little, a little bit about what may prevent expansion in our lives and, and what needs to be removed to free up the Lord, to expand. Um, I, I have a little bit of a vision here, and um, I'm just going to explain what's in my head. Uh, imagine a garden. Now, every single believer, I believe, is in a way given a, a territory, as we spoke about, but a garden. Now, imagine this. Imagine the Lord has given you a garden to tend. And I believe in spirit in a way that we're all given a garden to tend. Like the first man was given a garden to tend. So when we are in relationship with the Lord, he says, here is your garden, tend to it. Now your garden may be your, your, your ministry, it may be your family, it, it's whatever it is. He's given you something to tend to. He's given you a garden to tend to, whatever that looks like. So you look, so you look at the garden and imagine a garden 
Now you see the garden as, as, as being very lush and, and, and full of flowers and rich with vegetation, but, but you look at the garden and you're noticing that it's a little withered. You're noticing that it's a little sparse. You're noticing that it's not reaching up to its full potential. And you're doing everything right as far as you can tell. You're watering it. You're fertilizing it. You got the plant, the right plants, because like, you know, some plants do well, some flowers do well in the shade, and some flowers do well in the sunlight. Like you've done everything right. It seems that you've done everything right. But the garden is still a little sparse. It's still a little wilted. And you're wondering what's going on. And so it is in our spiritual walk, in our spiritual life, in the, in the spiritual garden that God is having us tend to. We've watered it in our families. Water is the spirit. We fertilized it. That's like the word. We planted it right. You know, we, 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 got, we got the right amount of sun, the right amount of shade. Everything is right. We seem to be planted in the right place, but we look at the garden and it's a little bit wilted and it's just, it, we see potential that hasn't been realized and we're like Adonai what what's missing from this garden and and we see I, I'm pruning I'm, you know doing everything I can with the little flowers the part that you don't see is the part that you don't see and that's the part that's underground now here's the vision let's say you have your garden and it's looking a little looking a little frail Looks good from, the, uh, from, from, on from up top. But underneath, there's a big boulder that you've planted over. And you didn't know it was there because the excavation process that you went through when you dug a little bit, it didn't go deep enough. So there's a big boulder underneath. So the roots can't really go anywhere. So you're doing everything you can at the top level to make this thing look okay, but there's this big boulder underneath that's immovable that you didn't even know it was there, but Adonai knows it's there, and that thing is preventing roots from growing and growing down and, and for, the, for the garden to become more lush. Do you understand? Now, we have a God who knows everything. Amen. We have a God who knows not only what's showing up on top, on the outside, but God knows everything that's going on in our heart. And when we enter into relationship with the Lord, the good thing is that he, he, as we've said here before, and as Rabbi Peter has even said, he bought the whole field. When he bought you, he bought the whole field. He bought everything. He bought the rocks. He bought the weeds. He bought the dry areas in the land. He bought the, the moist areas in the land. He bought the whole thing. And if there's a boulder that's, that's underneath that we don't even know it's there, God knows it's there and he bought the whole thing anyway. See, a building project does an excavation and then builds. God buys the house and then does the excavation with us. He buys us, he purchases us with the blood of Messiah exactly as we are. Exactly as we are. When we come into relationship with God, we don't need to do anything except just say, I believe that God is God. I believe. That's all we have to do. Everything else comes later. The excavation process comes later. The renovation of the house comes later. 
And Adonai, I believe, is saying to me, okay, Mr. Rabbi, this is, this is how God talks to me. All right, Mr. Rabbi, you're praying for some expansion, but I got news for you. There's some boulders in that ground that are not dealt with. And, I'm gonna, and I believe this is a word for me, and it might be a word for you uh, in your personal life or whatever it is in your walk with the Lord, because I'll, I'll tell you something. There are some giants in our land that is yet to be conquered. And there are giants in our hearts that's yet to be conquered. And I'll tell you, there are some Canaanites in our hearts that are meant that are not yet fallen. And in this time, I believe God is saying, oh, you want expansion? We're going to have to deal with some of this big stuff. We're going to have to deal with some of these big stuff. Because there's stuff that you're carrying around that you've had for your whole life and you haven't even addressed yet. Big stuff. Generational stuff. Why are you getting so angry at little things? Why are little things causing you to get so agitated? Why are you getting so depressed over small things? You ever have, a, ever have something in your life where like the reaction doesn't match up to what actually happened? Does that happen to anybody else but me? And you're like, I don't know, where did that come from? Why am I getting so angry? I know what I'm angry at. It has nothing to do with what I'm angry at. Why is my reaction so big? to something that's so small, it's because there's a boulder on the ground that hasn't been dealt with yet. And there's a time to deal with the flowers. There's a time to deal with what's on top. There's a time to put a little fertilizer down. There's a time to do a little trimming. And there's a time to just deal with the junk that we've been carrying around for way too long and get this thing dealt with already. Because God is so faithful to expose it and to deal with it. And to be with us and whether he just takes it by his, by his mighty hand and outstretched arm and removes it or he takes his chisel out and he starts knocking away at it little by little because God in his faithfulness, he will heal us of things in a moment or he'll heal us of things over the course of our life. And he can do both. But, the, but, but it's time to deal with the, the big things, the big things, the big idols that are in our life, the big boulders that are in our life that haven't been dealt with yet. And once they are dealt with, God will have room to breathe and room to move and the roots will have room to grow and what we'll see up top, the flowers will begin to expand, the garden will become more lush because we have removed this, this thing that we've been carrying around for so long, for so long, for so long. So, I mean, I'm in it. Like, when God gives me a vision, I'm all in. And if God says it's, this is time for expansion, I'm all in. I'm all in. But I'm not all in, meaning that I just we're going to blow shofars and call it a day. I'm all in like, God, if there is something within me that is not right, that hasn't been right for a long, long time, Adonai, here I am, Hineni, make it right, Adonai. I am ripping my, 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 my heart before you. It's time, Adonai, I want to deal with this thing that's been in there for so long. I want my heart to be right before you, Adonai. Because sometimes when Adonai wants to bring expansion, he's got to do a little compression first. Because before Adonai, before the Lord exhales, sometimes he's got to inhale. And he's got to bring us close and draw us near. And when we're close and we're drawn near, he's got to deal. He's going to deal with us in ways that he's been wanting to deal with us for a long time. Do you know that it's it's so easy to deal with the little things rather than the big thing? 
I almost feel that, the, the, that the, it's like almost like a tactic of the kingdom of darkness to have us focus on little things, little things, and ignore that big boulder that's underground. The foxes that, what, what's the verse? So, Father, I come before you today open, open. I come before you today acknowledging, Lord, that there are some big things that are just not yet dealt with. There are some big boulders in there that I come before you today, Adonai, with, with, with an open heart, knowing, God, that you are a good gardener and you are faithful to expose what needs to be exposed. Lord God, and you are faithful to remove what needs to be removed. First comes the spiritual declaration for expansion. Then comes the work. Then comes the work. The Lord has been dealing with me on issues of money a little bit too. Because one thing I haven't wholly submitted to the Lord, I confess it, is my wallet. Because <laughs> it was like mad easy to just kind of tithe and leave it there. Let me tell you what the Lord has been speaking to me about. We bought a van here at Mishkan David. Spent like, you know, six grand on the van. Because I have a vision. I got vision. And I'm willing to take the risk and go with the vision. I have vision to go and pick up people that can't, that don't have transportation themselves, whether they're poor, whether they're disabled, whether they don't drive, whether they're in, a, in an assisted living facility or a nursing home or in a homeless shelter. I have a vision for like, you know, it, it really breaks my heart when somebody calls and says, you know, I'd love to come to services, but I don't have a ride. I'm like, that's it. We're going to get a van. We're just going to do it. A couple weeks later, it breaks down. <clears throat> Expense. A couple weeks later, it breaks down again. Another expense. A couple weeks later, it breaks down again. Another expense. And I'm asking the Lord about it. And I'm going to tell you what he spoke to me about it for myself. It is too easy to just promote a vision and walk away and leave the financial burden on a small congregation that's supporting an orphanage it's too easy for me to say, I have a vision, let's go do it. The Lord is saying to me, come on, Mr. Rabbi, where are your resources behind this? You got a vision, pony up. It's too easy to say, elders, what do you think? And them saying, yeah, sure, 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 sure. All right, let's spend the money on it. It's too easy for me to push a vision and not have personal investment in the vision. So the Lord is saying to me, come on, man, if you got a vision, go for it. But if you have the vision, what are you going to put into it? What are you going to put into it? And believe me, I'm not talking to you about giving or anything. Like, you know me as a rabbi. I keep my hand way out of your pockets. You know that. I don't want to have my hand in your pockets. Believe me. But he's speaking to me. What are you going to do about this? What muscle are you going to put behind this? You have a vision. What are you going to do about it? 
You know, it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength and your might. But that Hebrew word is me'odecha. And that's kind of a weird word because the echa is the your part, your. But me'od really just means like very or much. So really, it means like love the Lord your God with all your, your much, your muchness, your veriness. Your abundance. That's why there's a translation that says, love the Lord your God with all your resources. So, so I'm like, I think I'm worship. I'm, I'm loving you with all my resources. He's like, oh, yeah? What about that nice job I gave you that you keep begging the Lord to take, begging me to take you out of for whatever reason? What about that, what about that nice job I gave you? You're doing all right. So I'm like, God, I, you know, I, I think I'm serving you as best I could. I got no time. I mean, I'm, I'm, all my free time is based on con- doing congregational stuff. It's like, okay, you got no time, but I gave you a nice job. What are you going to do with that? Love the Lord your God with all your resources. So, he's, so he has challenged me, I really believe, that if I have a vision for expansion, I got to put into it. It's got it's to be for me a personal sacrifice. He's, he's challenging me. To, to give to him in areas that I have not so freely given to him before. So I believe that we are in a time of expansion, and I'm believing it, and I'm sticking with that vision, and when I feel like I have a vision, I am all in with the Lord. But I'm also all in for the inner work that he has to do, because God is not a God of the, of the, of the, of the outside, just the outside. He's the God of the inside. Moses did an amazing thing. He struck the rock and he fed all the people. He, all the people drank. And it was a hallelujah moment for Israel because they were really thirsty. And Moses did exactly what he was supposed to. Oh, yeah, you Israelites. Bam. You know, and water came out of the rock and everybody's hallelujah. And glug, 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 glug. Oh, thank you, Moses. Glug, 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 glug. Oh, you did it again. Thank you, Moses. Glug, 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 glug. I can't believe that we, we actually were. We, we didn't believe you, Moses. Glug, 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 glug. Look what Moses did again. It was this amazing moment. It was a glory hallelujah moment for Israel. But God was like, uh, uh, Moses, you used the staff again when I was trying to bring you to a new level of trust. And you didn't do it. See, man looks at the outside, but God looks at the heart. So, Father, we submit ourselves even at this time, even as we're approaching the last day of the biblical year, as we start to enter into the first day of the seventh month, which is the start of the biblical year on Sunday night, which means tonight at sundown is Jewish New Year's Eve. Well, the start of it. And if you're confused about that, just stick around. This Starting the days in the, in the evening and Years turning in the seventh month, all that craziness that's in the scripture. But I believe that we're entering in a year of expansion. That's the vision that I have. And I believe that the year that we're entering into 5779, and I'm going to proclaim it right now, I am proclaiming that the year 5779 is going to be the year of expansion. Anybody in? Anybody going to believe with me for the year of expansion? 5779, the year of expansion. 
the year of expansion, the year of expansion, 5779, the year of expansion, the year of expansion. Who's believing? If you don't believe it, you don't have to raise your hand, but if you do, it's double bless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We lift our hearts to you, Adonai. We lift our hearts to you, Adonai. Reveal to us any wicked way within us. Reveal to us the boulders that are in our hearts that we have not dealt with, Lord God, over the course of our lives, Lord God, that we know are there, but we have not yet dealt with. Hallelujah. All right, Adonai, we have our vision as a congregation for the next 12 months. Thank you, Adonai. Lord, this is your vision. It's yours to do. Uh, It's yours to have your way with, Lord God. Um, For me, Adonai, I ask you, Lord God, in full sincerity, if there's anything within me preventing it, Lord God, if there's any boulder within me that needs to go, Adonai, I want it to go. I am ready for the heart surgery that is needed, Lord God, to make room for you. I am ready, Adonai, for you to remove the heart of stone, Lord God, and replace it with a heart of flesh. I'm ready, Adonai, for the, for the, for, for the stone to be removed, so you can fill it with dirt, so the roots, and Yeshua is the root of David, so he can go deeper and deeper and deeper within me, Adonai. And then the expansion that, that we see, Lord God, is because the roots are deep. Father, I pray for deeper roots, Adonai, for each of us, Lord God. I pray for each of us, Lord, if there's anything within us that's, that's just old, that's causing us to get upset and angry and depressed or whatever it is, and we don't even know what's going on, but it's just, a, it's just this old thing. It's just this old thing. Father, we, I just lift it up before you, Lord. It's too heavy for me to lift by hand because it's a, it's a big boulder. But it's a small thing to you, Adonai, and I lift it up to you, Lord God. In this time, as we approach the the fall festivals and the high holidays, Lord God, I pray that anything wicked within my heart, Lord God, that you remove, you expose and you remove, Lord God, and make room, make room, make room for the king. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 5779, the year of expansion. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah.